0: so impressed. I love seeing the hand motions and the responsiveness. Parents, thank you so much for encouraging your kids and working with them. They look to you. You're the model for what their walk with Jesus is going to be like. That's scary, isn't it? (laughs) But you'll be amazed at what they catch as you walk with the Lord. So this morning, um, we're going to be continuing to talk about the red letters, which are the words in red where Jesus talks to us. In the Bible. How many of you know that the Lord has got a lot to say to us? He has got a lot to say. And this morning we have a special guest that's gonna help us understand what Jesus is saying to us. And we are been looking at what's called the Olivet Discourse because Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, probably next to a big or under a big olive tree, and um, he's gonna he's talking to us about something we call the fig tree generation. And this is, uh, both, this is in both Matthew, Mark, and Luke. All three of them record this. And um, so this morning, we're going to have um, one of our congregation, Tammy Hoover, is going to come and share and teach out of the Word. Tammy is kind of like an end times understanding theology specialist. She just loves God's Word. She loves to study it. And um, she's going to have a chance to share a little bit. And so we're really excited to have her come. And I just encourage you, get your Bibles out, and I'm going to pass out some handouts that will kind of go along and provide some stuff as we get going here. So let's welcome Tammy. Ready, Tammy? So can you do the handheld, or do you want the one that goes around your head?
1: all started uh, because Brooke was my care pastor and called me a few times and I just got to sharing about prophecy and stuff like that and she was interested in the fig tree generation so I'm going to be going through a lot of scriptures and so Pastor Jim wanted me to send them to him this morning and Told me I had enough for a six to eight week class, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "No, I'll get through it." And but he do, he doesn't know that my dad was an auctioneer and my mother was a woman, so <laughs> so I'm gonna try to talk fast. Ah, uh, Israel, the Jewish people are God's timepiece, and they are the fig tree generation. So I'm going to lay the foundation of where did the Jews come from. And, Lord, I just pray that you would anoint this, my words, and your Holy Spirit would sink into our hearts the, the words you want us to retain and guide the lips of my mouth and help me to get it across. We love you, Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So in Genesis 12, 1 through 7, the Lord said to Abraham, Get out of the country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house in, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee. Abram took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and the souls they had gotten in Haran, and went forth into the land of Canaan. The Canaanite was then in the land. The Lord appeared unto Abraham and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land. Genesis 15:18 The Lord made a covenant with Abraham saying unto thy seed have I given this land from the river of Egypt unto the great river the river Euphrates. And I had a map but it didn't print off very good but it's a whole lot more land than they have now. It includes parts of Syria, Iraq, Lebanon, Jordan and Egypt. Nehemiah 9.7. Yeah. It's not quite big enough to show the two rivers, but it's bigger than that is what the land God gave to Israel. Nehemiah 9.7. Thou art the Lord, the God, who did choose Abraham. So God chose him and brought him forth out of Ur of the Chaldees and gave him the name of Abraham. He found his heart faithful before thee. So Abraham was chosen, and he was faithful. So Jesus, when he came as a babe in a manger, he came from the tribe of Judah. In Revelation 5.5, look, the lion from the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has conquered so that he is able to open the scroll and its seven seals. In Deuteronomy 7.6, for thou art an holy people unto the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God hath chosen thee to be a special people unto himself, above all people that are upon the face of the earth. He has chosen the Jewish people. Second Chronicles 6:6. 6, 6, but I have chosen Jerusalem that my name might be there, and have chosen David to be over my people Israel. So now we're getting into the fig tree. Hosea 9:10. I found Israel like grapes in the wilderness. I saw your fathers as the first ripe in the fig tree, at her first time. But they went to Baal Peor, which is false idol area, and separated themselves unto that shame, and their abominations were according as they loved. So they. Just like when they were left the slavery in Egypt, they crossed over the Red Sea, saw all those miracles that God performed. Forty days later, they're making a false idol of a calf, and we all, like sheep, have gone astray. Uh, even me, all of us. Jeremiah 24:1 through 10. The Lord showed me two baskets of figs. They were set before the temple of the Lord. Very good figs, captives of Judah, whom God sent to the land of the Chaldeans for their good. God will bring them again to their land and build them up, and I will give them a heart to know me, that I am the Lord, and they shall be my people, and I will be their God, for they shall return unto me with their whole heart. So Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were in those captives of Judah that were sent to Babylon. Babylon. And also there were very evil figs, the residue of Jerusalem that remain in the land, and them that dwell in Egypt. And I will deliver them to be removed into all the kingdoms of the earth for their hurt, to be a reproach and a proverb, a taunt, a curse, in all the places where I will drive them. And I will send the sword, the famine, and the pestilence among them, till they be consumed from off the land that I gave unto them, and to their fathers. So they were scattered for approximately 2,000 years with no nation of their own. In Matthew 21, 17 through 22, Jesus was hungry, and he saw a fig tree in the way, and found nothing thereon but leaves only, and said unto it, Let no fruit grow on thee henceforward forever. And the fig tree withered away, the disciples marveled, saying, How soon is the fig tree withered away? Jesus went on to tell them to have faith and to ask in prayer. So God puts very strong emphasis on faith and prayer and obedience. So are we bearing fruit? Matthew 7:19 says, Every tree that bringeth Not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Are we tending to our walk? So, going on into disobedience. Hosea 9.1a. Rejoice not, O Israel, for joy as other people, for thou hast gone a whoring from thy God. Hosea 917 my God will cast them away, because they did not hearken unto him, and they shall be wanderers among the nations. 1 Peter 2, 6-10, Christ, the chief cornerstone which the builders rejected, a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense to the disobedient. The believing Gentiles received mercy from Christ, who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. So the Jews are still looking for Christ's first coming. And I think that their plans to rebuild the third temple, they think that that will help usher in his coming. But it's really going to usher in the Antichrist. 2 Corinthians 3, 13 through 16. Israel's minds were blinded by a veil upon their heart. It is only done away in Christ. So when Christ died on the cross, the temple veil in the temple was very, very thick and very, very big. was torn in two from top to bottom because Christ done away with the old way of sacrifices for sins. He is the only way any of us can get to heaven now. Romans 9, 30-33, Israel which followed after the law of righteousness has not attained to the law of righteousness because they sought it not by faith but by the works of the law for they stumbled in not believing in Christ. So how do we increase our faith as Christians? Romans 10, 17 says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So I would like to encourage everyone, first thing in the morning before we get tired and the cares of this world, dig in, open his word daily, every morning, and read it. Just commit to do that every single day, and your faith will just grow by mountains. So Israel was provoked to jealousy. How? Romans 10:19 19-21. Did not Israel know? First Moses said, I will provoke you to jealousy by them that are no people, and by a foolish nation I will anger you. So the Gentiles, which is us, we are the foolish people, but we are going to provoke Israel to jealousy during the tribulation. Romans 11, 1 through 36. At this present time, there is a remnant of Israel according to the election of grace and the rest were blinded. God has given them the spirit of slumber, eyes that they should not see, and ears that they should not hear, unto this day. So just make note, God gave them the spirit of slumber, and eyes that they should not see. And through their fall, salvation is come unto the Gentiles, which is us, for to provoke them to jealousy, Be not ignorant of this mystery, lest you be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part is happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. Fullness means completion or filled up. And come in means to enter, arise. And I believe that's a picture of the rapture. When the fullness of the Gentiles comes in, we will be raptured and go to heaven for the seven-year tribulation, because I believe the scriptures point to a pre-tribulation rapture. Fully come um, is Greek in the four-eight-four-five concordance, and it goes along with Acts two-one, which goes along with Pentecost, one of the feast days, and also Luke nine-fifty-one. When the time was come that He Jesus Should be received up, he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem. When Jesus when Christ was taken up, when the disciples watched him. Romans eleven, twenty-six through twenty-seven, so all Israel shall be saved, and there shall come out of Zion the deliverer, and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob for this is my covenant unto them when i shall take away their sins and we see in psalms 102 12 through 16 verse 13 thou shalt arise and have mercy upon zion for the time to favor her yea the time the set time is come when the lord shall build up zion he shall appear in his glory and there are handouts on end time events that reference quite a few scriptures. Um, we're seeing lots of these going on right now, especially pertaining to Israel and the peace treaty. And he, he says in Matthew 24, this is my key scripture, learn a parable of the fig tree. When his branch is yet tender and put forth leaves, you know that summer is nigh. So likewise ye, when ye shall see all these things, Know that it is near, even at the doors. Verily, I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. What generation is he talking about? The generation that saw Israel become a nation again on May 14, 1948, because they were scattered for approximately 2,000 years prior to that. They had no nation. And God brought that prophecy to fulfillment. Um, They are now, I'll get into that later, they are now 73 years old, that generation, the youngest of them. Psalms 90.10, he says, The days of our lives are 70 years, and if by reason of strength there are 80 years. Yet their boast is only labor and sorrow, for it is soon cut off and we fly away. So our average lifespan we know is in the 70- to 80-year range. Isaiah sixty-six eight is another reference to look at. They were reborn on May 14, 1948. And on a Jewish calendar, which is what God goes by because He says in Isaiah 66:23, "One new moon to another." They go by the first sliver of a new moon as the start of their month. When you can, when they had two witnesses that could see it in the sky, that was the start of their new month. And they ha- they go by a 360-day year in their calendar. So as of April 26, 2020, they turned 73 using the date calendar on your phone so they're 73 years old but we know they still have a 7 year tribulation coming up so that makes them 80 I think it's very very close that it could happen the rapture Micah 7 1 through 2 woe is me for I am as when they have gathered the summer fruits to remove or take away the summer fruits as the grape gleanings of the vintage, there is no cluster to eat. My soul desired the first ripe fruit. The good man is perished, which means vod to cause to vanish out of the earth. And there is none upright among men. Who's going to be left behind when the Christians are taken? Um, there's not going to be no good man. They are all. They all lie in wait for blood. They hurt. They hunt every man, his brother with a net. Do you see how late it is, church? The the prophecies, the scriptures are stacked. First Thessalonians five two through three, the day of the Lord comes as a thief in the night. When they say peace and safety then sudden destruction comes. But we, brethren, are not in darkness that that day should overtake us as a thief. Because we we study the scriptures, we know what's coming. So who's at the forefront of the peace deal? President Trump and his son-in-law, Jared Kushner. I never thought America would be at the forefront of this, but they are. They're calling it the Peace to Prosperity. And Trump presented the peace deal on January 28th of this year. And there are territorial compromises for Israel. Netanyahu is calling for annexations to start July 1st of this year, which means that 30% of Israel will be annexed, which means kind of split to make the Palestinians happy and Israel happy but God says no we know that the third temple will be built because the scriptures say that the Antichrist is going to sit in there Daniel 9 27 and he which is the Antichrist shall confirm or strengthen the covenant with many for one week and a week means seven years. And in the midst of the week, which is at the three-and-a-half-year mid-trib mark, he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation or meat offering to cease and for the overspreading of abominable filth and abominations. He shall make it desolate even until the destruction, utter end, the consummation, and that determined shall be poured upon the desolate and that the midtrib mark is also when the the jew the veil's going to be removed from Israel's eyes and they're going to see that the antichrist for who he is so then i i referenced the geneva bible which is before the 1611 king james version and i will tell you why in just a minute. 2 Thessalonians 2, 1-13. through 13. By the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our assembling unto him, be not suddenly moved from your mind, nor troubled neither by spirit nor by word, nor by letter, as it were from us, as though the day of Christ were at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a departing first. And the reason I use the Geneva is because they word it departing, which lines up with the rapture. The King James Version calls it um, the falling away, which means apostasy, falling away from the truth. Well, people have been falling away since the Garden of Eden. So this makes much more sense. The departing will come first. And then that man of sin will be disclosed who is the Antichrist, even the son of perdition, which is an adversary and exalteth himself against all that is called God or that is worshipped so that he does sit as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Verse 6, And now you know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity does already work. Only he which now withholdeth shall let till he be taken out of the way, which I believe is referencing the Holy Spirit. And then shall that wicked man be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall abolish with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is by the effectual working of Satan with all power, Signs and lying wonders in all deceivableness of unrighteousness among them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. Verse 11 Therefore, God Himself shall send them strong delusion that they should believe lies, that all they might be damned which believe not the truth but had pleasure. In unrighteousness. So God blinded the Jews, and in the trib, He's going to blind those that refused to love the truth and had pleasure in unrighteousness. Luke 13, 34 through 35. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, which killest the prophets and stonest them that are sent unto thee, how often would I have gathered thy children together? as a hen doth gather her brood under her wings, and ye would not. Behold, your house is left unto you desolate, and verily I say unto you, ye shall not see me until the time come when ye shall say, Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Zechariah 12 and 13, and then we're going to look at verse 3 in chapter 12. In that day will I make Jerusalem a burdensome stone for all people. All that burden themselves with it shall be cut in pieces, though all the people of the earth be gathered together against it. Verse 10, the house of David and Jerusalem shall look upon me whom they have pierced and shall mourn for him. Zechariah 13 8 through 9, we see that two-thirds of the Jews will die during the tribulation. One third will be brought through the fire and refined as silver. In Zechariah 2:8, the Lord says about Zion, for he that touches you touches the apple of his eye. So God tells us in Psalms 122:6 to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. Um, I just want to point out that the tribulation, the very first part of the tribulation, which talks about the first four seals and the four horsemen. I don't want to be here, and I. it's like Pastor J.D. Farag on YouTube said, Why? with the bride of Christ who's looking up daily for our Lord and Savior why would we have to go through the tribulation what purpose would it serve because we're already in right accord with him and walking in righteousness Um, but the the four horsemen the white horse he comes forth with a bow and crown conquering the red horse he takes peace from the earth and killing the black horse he has a pair of balances in his hand, a measure of wheat for a penny. So it, I've heard it explained that it would be a day's wages for, for the meal for the day. And the pale horse, death and hell. One quarter of the earth is killed with the sword, hunger, death, and beasts of the earth. So I pray, come quickly, Lord Jesus, and we will continue to pray for Israel. Thank you.
0: Thank you. You did it, Tammy. <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> Good job. Tammy works as a veterinarian, tec- vet tech in Hyannis. So we're so excited. And she'll love to see the hunger for God's word and how much she studied. And... Uh, just want to echo a couple things Tammy said before we close. Um, a lot of this fig tree generation hinges on whether a, a generation is, is 70 or 80 years, according to Psalm 90 verse 10. And there is another possibility in Genesis 15:16, actually like 10 through 16, that because it does mention 400 years and four generations. So it could be a generation a little longer. We're not sure. And again, there's a couple other things in Scripture that we haven't seen happen yet. The Ezekiel 38 war against Israel that's supposed to take place. But that could happen on the other side of the rapture. And so I believe also that because we see in, in Revelation chapter 4 the church in heaven represented by the elders that were redeemed and singing the song of the Lamb, that The church is not going to be going through the seven years of tribulation, even though things might get pretty bad up before the rapture actually happens. But um, I just want to encourage you this morning, if you don't know Jesus, um, you really need to be concerned because it's going to be hell on this earth when when these things start to happen. We are feeling the beginning of birth pangs is what Jesus called them. And we know that birth pangs start greatly separated from one another and they start not so hard and they get... Harder and more painful and and more frequent as time goes by, and this pandemic that we've been dealing with uh, may be a birth pang, but it's just a, a portent that there is much more to come that and it's going to be happening, and and in between birth pangs it feels like oh everything's normal again, and that we all know that's a lie. If you're pregnant, you're going to have a baby at some point. You are going to go into the intense labor, no matter how long you want to disillusion yourself. So. Let's pray, and then uh, we'll close. God, thank you so much for your word. And, Lord, I thank you for the, the things that we've been challenged to think about and meditate on. Lord, help us to make sure our hearts are right. Lord, we know that there are, um, you shared a parable about uh, ten virgins. Five of them were wise because they were filled and had extra oil. And five were unwise, and those unwise went to find oil. And when you came back, they weren't ready, and they were not included. And, Lord, we're not exactly sure how that is, what that really means. But, Lord, we do know that we need to be those that are walking with you and being filled with your spirit daily. So, Lord, I pray that if there's any here this morning that don't know you and can't say, I know for sure that Jesus is my Savior and my Lord, I pray that they would cry out to you and say, God, I want to know you. I want to know that forgiveness. I want to know I will be with you forever. And, Lord, I thank you that no matter what comes upon this earth, that you are with us You will guide us through that and you and your word tells us that if we make you first we seek you first and we seek your kingdom first then you're going to take care of all the things that we need so lord we just commit our way into your hands we ask that you would help us as we go forward we pray for our president and for this nation for you to guide and direct them him lord and and, uh, vice president pence father we pray that you would be glorified and that you would help america to stay supportive of israel and lord we just give you our nation we know our nation is not heaven we are uh, citizens of a greater kingdom but we thank you for this land we live in we rejoice in it we cry out for you to help our nation and we just give you now the rest of our day and this coming week in jesus name amen